That was Home by Rachel Hickey featuring Marshall Veroni. Now, Marshall is kicking off his East Coast tour this weekend, actually. He'll be heading from Kitchener to Ottawa and Montreal, then off to New Brunswick and Nova Scotia over the next couple of weeks. So if you know anyone out there that way, let them know that Marshall Veroni is coming to town. Now, On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. My first guest tonight is Ben McKay, a Kitchener comedian who has performed in bars, colleges, and comedy clubs all across the country. Ben has been featured at the Guelph Comedy Festival, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, and Just for Laughs Toronto. He also produces and hosts Jokes at Jane's, a monthly comedy series right here at Jane Bond. Welcome to On the Scene, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, we're super excited to have you here. How are you? How's the week been treating you? It's good. Things good. have been good. I uh, I had COVID two weeks ago, so I'm feeling I'm a real person again. I'm okay. Back, I'm back <laughs> out and alive. It's nice. Good. I'm glad. Back in time for the comedy show this weekend. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> So uh, you're from KW, yeah? Have you been here your whole life? Spent any time away, or? Um, I uh, I grew up here for the most part. I was actually born in uh, in Yellowknife, way up north, but I didn't oh, live there for long. We moved here when I was like five or six. Yeah, so, uh, I've been here pretty much my whole life. Okay, and when did you start getting involved in the local comedy scene? Uh, I started in comedy four years ago, to nice. just a bit over four years ago, and. Uh, I, the Kitchener scene I find is really great. It was really uh, accepting. It's a nice, it's a small scene, so it's easy to break in. All the people are really friendly, yeah. accepting of new people. Oh, and there are so many great venues like like Jane Bond here. They they very early in my comedy career let me pay, take Sunday nights once a month to do this show. So it, it's been really great. Nice. Do you remember what your first show was? What was your first, first performance? Ever. It was... Yeah. um. It was at a place that's now closed downtown Kitchener, the Rhapsody Barrel oh, Bar. Oh, yeah. What a great was, spot. Yeah. They used to have a show every Tuesday called Black Ball Comedy. Uh-huh. And they still do some shows once in a while, but they, they don't have a, a, a same a venue for a weekly anymore. Yeah. But uh, that show, I remember I was so nervous. <laughs> I think I like I had to put my hands in my pockets because my hands were shaking so oh, much. Man. I think I was supposed to do five minutes. I did maybe like three, but yeah. <laughs> like, I did something and it was fun. And since then, I've been... I've been sold. I've been doing it all the time, trying as much as I can since then. Nice. Yeah. What's been the process of like, what was the process of working yourself up to do that first show? You know, were you doing jokes with friends or at school or, or like recording yourself doing jokes yeah, and seeing kinda. how they were going? How did that process happen? Yeah, I'd been writing comedy for a couple of years before then. I had wanted to do it for a while, but mm-hmm. uh, it took me a while to work up the courage. Also, I was a... Uh, 18 then so I wasn't even technically allowed in bars when I started (laughs) so it took me a while to to learn you were allowed to do it without being old enough to be in the bar technically which some places were a little weird about but luckily that wasn't didn't happen for long but yeah I would just I would just write jokes and then I would try them on my friends Mm -hmm. and then eventually my friends were like seems like you're preparing this (laughs) for the seems like you're bringing up topics on purpose but they were, and my friends too, they were very supportive too. I, I, that's what I find about Kitchener, everyone I knew here, everyone's, everyone, whenever someone's in a new band or in a, trying something new, everyone really shows up and goes to see them and support. Yes. 
hundred percent. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I just want to take that sound bite and like yeah. put it as a thing. When people are doing new stuff, people are supportive and show yeah, exactly. up. I love that. So uh, you've traveled a ton for comedy um, across Canada. You were in Edinburgh in the summer. I'm wondering, do you ever notice anything different about the crowds when you are traveling to different places or like different yeah, types definitely. of venues? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think um, within Ontario, it's kind of similar, but I, uh, with Kitchener in particular, a lot of a lot of my friends that are Toronto comics that are touring comics more, mm-hmm. they uh, they'll say Kitchener is a really good spot in that it's a good mix of demographics, like mm-hmm. because we have the two universities here. A couple True. colleges, there's a bigger mix of young people. Then there's more the like this the tech crowd and stuff too. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, whereas some are some other smaller markets in Ontario are not that they're bad, but sometimes it'll lean much older. Especially okay. when you go to a comedy event, like sometimes you go to uh, like I don't want to say anything bad about any cities, <laughs> but sometimes you go to like like Oshawa or Whitby or something. And sometimes it, it can be. It's nice to come to Kitchener where it, there's. Any show is going to have a, a range of people instead For of sure. just one demographic. Yeah. I think, though, in, um, I found this was my first time going, to, going out of the country mm-hmm. or out of the continent even to go to Edinburgh this year. I mean, the crowds there were such a mixed bag because okay. the, the festival we did was a, uh, it was a, um, it was a big arts festival. Mm-hmm. The Edinburgh Fringe is actually the, the biggest arts festival in the world, I think. Oh, wow. So it was Very mostly cool. tourists, which I was expecting it to be like all Scottish people. <laughs> Just because we were in Scotland, I figured yeah. it was going to be all Scottish crowds. And I'd say most nights, it was about half Scottish people, half other tourists from around Europe, and a lot of Asia goes to see this festival. Wow. So it was very fun for me. I was um, I was hosting the shows there. It was for me and uh, and two friends were doing the show together. Cool. So I'd get to start the show, and I'd do, where's everyone from? And it was really fun to just pick through and be like, oh, there's some people from Italy, and then there, there were some people from China, and then you just get to kind of see how everyone works together yeah. which meant night to night the crowd the shows were very different but it was very cool to see yeah neat do you um do you enjoy doing that sort of crowd work like just sort of yes asking yeah. people what they're up to and I then like, working off of that yeah i do like doing that um i find it's a it's a very different skill yeah like i think once i got when I started comedy, I would never do it. I was too nervous. <laughs> but um, once I started to figure out like what my material was, it's fun to try and talk to other people and see how what their experiences on the same sort of topics are. For sure. So if I want to do a joke about like online dating or something, but it's mm-hmm. fun to go to a couple and be like, "How did you guys meet?" You know, and then you sort of get their experience, and then it makes it feel more natural to go into your own thoughts a lot of the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I interviewed a comedian earlier this year that also was saying that he loved doing crowd work and like I was getting nervous hearing about it. It was like, you just (laughs) make up jokes on the spot and you have no clue what they're going to say and you just go with it. But yeah, that's amazing that it's something that you can just eventually become really comfortable with and then it can kind of become like almost a trade, not trademark style, but like a style that you really enjoy doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. So um, I'm curious, what do you find, um, what did you like take away from, you know, doing comedy in another country, part of this big arts festival? What were some of the big takeaways for you? What were like any special moments that that stood out? Um, I think for one, the, the one takeaway I had was I was amazed how loyal Canadians are in other <laughs> places because our show was called the Kids of Canada. So it was mm. sort of, it was very, the marketing was very Canadian. So we had 
tons of Canadians coming out to the shows. And actually, a bunch of people from Kitchener we ended up running into oh, wow. there that were like, we didn't even really realize. Like, a girl I went to uh, like elementary school with just happened to show up to that show. We didn't wow. even realize they were both there. So I think uh, from that end, also, it's just that nothing's that different. Like, there, there mm-hmm. are different references, little things you have to tweak or little... Little details that things might, people might not know about a movie mm-hmm. that's really popular here, whatever yeah. that you reference. But for the most part, it's really that comedy is comedy everywhere. People like to laugh. You go and you figure out the little details. But I think the biggest takeaway is this, that you can really go anywhere and mm-hmm. do, do mostly the same stuff. And uh, people tend to respond to it pretty much the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, now, a few years ago, you started stepping into a producer role as well uh, as doing your own bits, putting together a comedy series called Tinder Tales and Jokes at Jane's as well. Uh, I'm curious what made you want to start putting together your own show instead of, or not instead of, but alongside uh, doing your own sets in other people's shows. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, everyone at when you're starting in comedy and when you're trying to get on stage more you have to create your own spaces basically Mm -hmm. because there's there's only so many especially in Canada there isn't a huge comedy club scene like there are comedy clubs here and there but like a city like Kitchener we don't have like a true comedy club in town or anything so you kind of have to just create these independent spaces and Mm -hmm. uh also, it, I mean, mostly I started because when you have spots to give other people on shows, then they're more likely to give you spots on their shows. So it's yeah. kind of a reciprocal market in that way. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked it. For the first while, I'd, I, I guess I'd, it, to be honest, I don't love producing. It's <laughs> like the making Facebook ads and stuff is yeah. it's not a skill I had before. I really had to learn how to do mm-hmm. how to do that kind of marketing and how to keep it affordable for the show. But I, I like, I mean, for the first while, it's just friends and family would come out and then the show started building from like word of mouth and people, people like this place would, uh, Jane Bond is a big vouch because uh, they have a loyal following. So then people would start to come from that mm-hmm. and it's kind of snowballed into this big thing that uh, now it isn't even that much work to promote. It kind of, nice. people just come back. Yeah. I was going to ask why Jane Bond? Why did you choose this location for your show? I mean, it's so nice. I mean, when, when people talk about producing comedy, the, the things you want in a non-traditional comedy space mm-hmm. is you want people to be able to sit close together and mm-hmm. low ceilings and ideally with tech already set up. And this place has all of that. Perfect. And they're very, I'd say the people that come here are very open to, to hearing different types of opinions with different types of people. Yeah. So, and this is just such a cool space. So I really <laughs> like it here. For sure. Yeah, we love live broadcasting here always. It's a ton of fun. Um, when did the series begin? When did Jokes at Jane's begin? It was, I was thinking about this today, it was no, November 11th in 2019 or 2020 around wow. then? Yeah, I remember cool. because it was Remembrance Day. That's why okay, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that first one was, uh, I was so new to producing and stuff. People were very generous with us about uh, mm-hmm. the first one because we were still working out how to do stuff. My parents came to that first one. Yeah. Which I didn't uh, expect. <laughs> it was a weird one. My Did parents, you have to modify any jokes that well, you were going to tell? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. My parents came to the show. They didn't realize that they were both coming. And yeah. it, it was actually the first time they'd seen each other oh. since getting divorced a couple of years before. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. But I didn't go on stage. Like, oh, maybe if I'm funny enough, we'll be a family again. <laughs> Didn't really work out that way, but it was a good show. <laughs> it worked out overall. Very memorable, very memorable show. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you hope the audience will come away with after a night at Jokes at Jane's? 
I think that just that they had fun. That it was a good a good time. That they got to uh, have good drinks and stuff from Jane Bond, and then they got to see some professional comedians, some up and coming comedians mm-hmm. at a reasonable price. the The tickets are fifteen dollars on Eventbrite, but I always say if if that's too much or like we used to do pay what you can, but mm-hmm. it's a little easier just to set a price. But if anyone's ever doesn't quite have fifteen but still wants to come see the show, uh, just message me, and we we always have discount tickets so we work out. Awesome. And what do you come away with after doing the shows once a month? What do you leave feeling after the night's over? I always love the shows here. I always love, uh, I'm because I'm based out of here, but also Toronto part of the time. Mm-hmm. So I love coming here and I love, uh, I'll always bring some of my friends who are local that I don't see as often. Then we always get to hang out here after. And uh, I think it's just like such a, it's such a nice community. Like I do so many shows where it's just, you go in, you, you do the show and mm-hmm. then you leave and you're really, but I feel like the people here really hang out. People want to come talk to you after the show. And uh, yeah. so it feels, it always feels very warm, very like, very community centered. And, and that it's just a really good show. We really do bring in tons of comedians that have been on like uh, on Netflix and Amazon and Crave. So wow. I think for the price, I think it's about as good as a, a deal you can get. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. So what do you hope 2023 will hold for comedy for you? Any big plans to travel or more shows, collaborations with anyone? Yeah, I'm trying to tour a little more this year. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, in December. We're going to uh, we're, I'm doing a small Alberta tour. Wow. So I'm going out cool. west, which I've never really toured in that part of the country before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with, with this company called Cowbell Comedy. I'm doing um, some opening sets on, the, on their tour. Which I'm excited yeah. about. I really just want to try and go to more new places, but also try and really focus on keeping the things we've established here strong. And really just for me, it's always about getting new material, going to new places, meeting new people. Nice. So this weekend, like we said, you have another edition coming up of Jokes at Jane. Tell us a little bit about the comedians that will be performing this weekend. Yes. This week... Um, that we have, we have a couple openers coming in from mm-hmm. Toronto. We have um, Abbas Wahab, who he just released an album uh, and a special on YouTube that you should check out. Nice. He, um, I think he went to, I think he actually did go to University of Waterloo way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's got a big following on TikTok and stuff now. And then uh, I think it's my, my friend Jack Hirchfield, who I went to Edinburgh with, is going to be here as nice. well. Nice. Um, was from my West. And then our headliner is uh, Al Val, who's... One of my favorite comedians uh, working in Canada right now. She's so mm-hmm. funny. She's done just blown up in the last couple of years. She did like, since the pandemic really had done. I think like did a thing on Crave and did the the new wave of stand up specials on CBC. Wow! So it really is is a special show. I think this is one of our better lineups in the last six months. Fantastic. Well, folks can get tickets on Eventbrite for $15. Or like you said, if money's a bit of an issue, feel free to send them a message and they'll get you hooked up. The show's at 8 p.m. on Sunday. Yes, 8 p.m. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us, Ben. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so nice to hear more about your story and about this awesome comedy series you've been putting together. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Well, we're going to listen to another song here, another new addition to our local music library from local hip-hop and R&B artist Holizay with her new song, or not new song, sorry, new to us song, Break It Down. Here it is. (laughs) 